At WakeMed MyCare 365, we deliver convenience others only talk about every day of the year. Primary care and urgent care under one roof. Multiple locations, virtual visits, walk-in or schedule an appointment online. From annual physicals and routine care to sinus infection, strep, or the flu, we couldn't be more convenient. Learn more about our kind of care and our kind of convenience at wakemed.org. Welcome to the WREL Daily Download. I'm your host, Amanda Lamb. In today's deep dive conversation with WREL reporter Chelsea Donovan, we're talking about a developing story in Cary where a woman was found dead in a fire pit over the weekend and a man was found shot but alive on the property. Just a warning to our listeners, this podcast contains details about physical violence and human remains. Chelsea, there's a lot to unpack here. So we're recording this on Wednesday. Obviously, if we learn something else, we will add this to the notes of this show. And I know we're learning a little bit more each day. Just bring us up to speed at the moment. Where did this happen and and how did officers get called to this property? So this was sort of in like a quintessential carry neighborhood off of uh, Chatham and Maynard. It happened at 618 Dorset Drive. Basically what happened is on Sunday morning, um, a neighbor of that home called 911 because he saw a rather large uh, trash fire in that person's backyard. That's obviously concerning because there are, you know, a, it's illegal to burn uh, trash like within the city limit. So um, that prompted fire crews to go out there and extinguish those fires. Um, and upon uh, doing so, that's when they discovered a, a body um, that was sort of in that debris, which then prompted um, police to come out um, and start an investigation. And so the timeline then is a little bit gray. But once police were on property, that's when they found the homeowner, which we now know is uh, 35-year-old Ian DeLauder, um, with a self-inflicted gunshot wound in one of the RVs that's on property. The The house was being renovated. He was renovating the home. So he was living in an RV right there um, in the driveway. So we're not sure if he shot himself while police were on scene or uh, perhaps uh you know, before all of that has not come to light yet. Um, but as of yesterday, uh, which would have been Tuesday evening, um, police did identify the remains. Uh, they got information from the medical examiner that it is a 34-year-old woman. Her name is Cecily Walker Scott. Um, they were not able to identify the body upon the first discovery because, um, sadly, her remains were too charred. So when we first spoke to them, they couldn't identify even the race or the gender. Right. And and I, I did read that in your reporting about the condition of the remains, and that's why they had to go through the medical examiner. So it would appear, I mean, just being logical that whoever did this to this woman wanted her remains to be at least unidentifiable initially, and that's why she would have been put in this fire pit. Exactly. And I think a lot of times when we think of human remains, we, we think of like bones or something that's dismembered, but it was a fully intact body. Um, and yes, obviously there was a concealment there, but what will be more revealing is the autopsy to see 
you know, was there um, other injuries prior to um, the woman going in the fire, like a gunshot or something like that, her, her, her actual cause of death? Right. And obviously that can take uh, weeks to months in terms of when we would get that report, uh, that public report. So I know they're classifying this obviously as a homicide. What do we know about her and, and her relationship to the homeowner? So um, just learning more about her actually this morning and speaking with her mother and her father and some family members, she's from Roxboro. She grew up there. She's recently moved to Raleigh and um, she had two children, um, young children, like a 12 year old and an eight year old, a, a female and a male. Um, th that's like the million dollar question is what what was she doing on the property what is her relationship to the homeowner or the other female that was on site? Um, police are not ready to answer that question. Um, and her family hasn't um, come forth with any information at this time. So I think that's obviously all pieces of the investigation in this puzzle that uh, we're looking to get answered. Yeah. And, and tell me about this other woman on the property. I mean, she was not hurt, correct? Yeah, she wasn't hurt. They found her when they started their investigation. Um, we know that uh, immediately she was um, kind of transported to the police department there, and she's been very forthcoming and cooperative with investigators in which they say, like, her information, um, they they kind of said, was just critical um, to, to learning more about like what happened that night or what happened to, in the days leading up to this incident is also probably really vital information that she's been able to share. Um, but obviously, you know, they're keeping that information close to the vest as part of the investigation. So we don't, they're not revealing her name. Um, and they're saying that because they don't want to jeopardize the investigation by putting her name out there. And did point. I read in your reporting that she had been living in that RV with the property owner? Yeah, she had been living there on site. We don't know the relationship either um, between her and Ian DeLauder. Many neighbors say that they were in a relationship. Um, and so that's all something that we're still working to learn. We'll be back after the break with more from WRL's Chelsea Donovan about what may have happened in this situation. Did you know that your unused medications could end up in the wrong hands? It's important to keep your medication secure in a locked location, such as a locking box or locking cabinet. When it's time to dispose of them, safety and properly dispose of old, expired, or unused meds by using an at-home disposal product or a medication disposal box in your community. Don't miss out on medication take-back events happening near you. Don't let anyone take what's yours. Lock your meds. Be aware. Don't share. Learn more at lockyourmeds.org nc. Are you ready to buy or sell your home? The Jim Allen Group is a nationally recognized and award-winning real estate team in the Triangle, dedicated to providing exceptional service to meet your needs. With the latest insights and expert market knowledge, they'll make your home buying and selling journey as smooth as possible. Don't wait. Head over to jimallen.com and start your next move today. That's jimallen.com. The Jim Allen Group. Your partner in real estate. Welcome back to the WREL Daily Download. I'm talking with WREL reporter Chelsea Donovan about a murder and attempted suicide that Cary police are investigating. So 
Chelsea, this is really rare for Carrie. I mean, they don't have a lot of murders. And so I would think that this is kind of taking a top priority for them right now. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, we've done so many reports on WRAL about being this being America's safest city, right? There's so many people that that flock to carry to live. It's very suburbia. And even when you're in this neighborhood, you know, you're looking at like just these brick stately homes. It's quiet. There's kids playing, people walking their dogs, you know, neighbors that we have talked to that have lived there um, for decades that obviously it's just an anomaly to see uh, police cars and investigators, you know, up and down the streets there. Um, you know, and even Carrie police are saying like, we are just as disturbed as the public about this now, because it's just, you just don't think of this type of crime, um, happening in Carrie. I mean, there are essentially two crimes in one, right? You've got a homicide investigation with the body that's been burned. And then you've got a self-inflicted gunshot wound with, you know, the homeowner that shot himself. So it's like sort of a double whammy for, for Cary police. Um, and, and like you said, it's just, it's not indicative of, of things that we cover in Cary. By yeah, just means. if you will set the scene for our listeners, what part of Cary is this in? So this is off of Maynard and and Chatham. Um, it's on it's on Dorset okay. Drive. Uh, and like I said, I mean it's established neighborhood that's that's been there for quite some time. I mean you can tell that these these people have lived there. You know, for most of the people that we that we talked to said that they've lived in these homes for thirty or forty years. And this guy actually just moved in. Um, four or five years ago to renovate that home. And, and he's been doing that for a few years. Now. So what do we know about him? Um, first of all, his condition and then his background. So he's in critical condition. It was one single gunshot wound. Um, we can infer that that was likely to the head from what police have said. Um, he, ha- he's known to carry police, right? So they've, they've been on that property and, um, 21 times for calls for service since 2018, um, six times just this year alone for a myriad of reasons, um, drugs, car fires to serve a warrant. There have been several mental health calls. Um, he's been arrested twice in the last seven months by Cary police once in September, um, for felony cocaine possession and some other drug charges. Um, and then most recently last month, um, for some drug charges as well, attempting to sell and deliver and um, felony larceny. So um, he is someone that they know they have responded to that home many times. Um, and so, yeah, I think they're that's, familiar with him. Yeah. Yeah. They're very familiar with, with him, um, especially, you know, going to that property so many times as they've had, they have in the last four years. And obviously, whether or not they charge him is going to depend on his recovery uh, from this this gunshot wound. Are they saying that possible charges are pending, you know, again, depending on how he recovers or if he recovers? Yeah. So we've sort of asked that question every which way Um, that's, you know, is he going to be charged with this woman's murder now? And, you know, the answer is it's on the table, it's a possibility. And then they follow that up with, we're waiting to see 
how his medical, how his recovery goes. So you can infer that, you know, sort of how you want, but I think it's definitely a possibility that there could be charges on the table for, for him. So what is next? It sounds like you've gotten a lot of information and and now you're kind of in a little bit of limbo waiting to see what happens. So where the investigation is right now is, is like you just said about, will there be a murder charge or any other charges for the homeowner? Um, I think the other female that's on property was on property on harm is helping them piece together the, the days and the moments leading up to the crime. And they're, they're, they're asking people to come forward, you know, like, what have you heard from that property? Have you seen anything suspicious? Like, they're looking for witnesses to help put the piece together as to what the relationship is between the woman who was found, you know, burned in the fire with the other woman there on property and with the homeowner. So I think they're at that stage of the investigation is basically trying to create a timeline as to what led up to this and, you know, her manner of death, her time of death, there's just like all these little points that need to be filled in at this point. Yes, still obviously a lot of questions. Well, Chelsea, thank you so much for your reporting. I know you're going to continue to follow this story as it unfolds, and we will include any new information or links that happen before this podcast airs. We'll put it in in the notes of the podcast. And thank you for listening to the WREL Daily Download and making us part of your morning routine. Another great way to get WREL news is the Morning Briefing Newsletter. It's a daily email waiting in your inbox every morning with triangle news events and headlines to get you ready for the day. Sign up at WRAL.com backslash newsletter. I chose William Peace University because of the small class sizes. I feel that You get more one-on-one time with teachers. With class sizes like about 16 per teacher, you can really get that one-on-one help a lot of students need. A 12 to one student to faculty ratio is just one of the many reasons students choose William Peace University. Extra attention starts day one for career planning with their Career Services Center. Find out all they have to offer at peace.edu. Save big on brunch for mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.